Hi everyone, Demetrius McRae here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy the message. God's Word. If you want to, if you got your cell phone, you want to go on Facebook, that would help me out a lot. We want to spread this hope to the whole world. You can share it on your Facebook page because we're live right now. All my folks who are live streaming, my campuses that are in, let's give them a great big God bless you today. I've got campuses that are tuning in today. Hallelujah. How many of you know there's no time like Christmas time? Anybody glad Jesus came to you when you couldn't get to him? Amen. I I feel like preaching. I'm going to come today from Luke chapter 1. It says here in the 26th verse, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. I've been there many times. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. All the women that are blessed, make a little noise right now. Come on. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Chill, Mary. Do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of God or the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be? Since I don't know a man. She said, I don't even know one. She says, Not that I'm not pregnant, hadn't been one. I don't even know one. Do you anybody come on now? I don't even know a man. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. This is about to be a miracle moment, the angel said. Therefore also the Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God. Now here it goes. For with God nothing shall be impossible. (laughs) Oh, you missed a good place to give God a little praise at Christmas time. I want you to announce this sermon title to everybody in your neighborhood. I just want you to announce it. Tell your, tell everybody in your neighborhood, say, I got news for you. Tell them, say, are you ready? Tell them, my miracle is unstoppable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, come on, I feel something in the room today. I said, I feel that head rocking, devil binding, cancer rebuking, power releasing, real deal, life. 
life transforming, child saving, crack delivering, Holy Ghost miracle power, anointing in this room that sends the devil on the run and brings the glory in the house. My miracle is unstoppable. I said my miracle is unstoppable. Anybody ready for miracles in your life? Oh, I feel this. Slip up your hands now. It's going to be good today. Lord, I thank you that you're doing things unusually in this season. You're doing things supernaturally. And God, I pray that you will release miracles this week at a whole nother level, even in this room. And we'll give you praise here at NSB, at every campus watching. We'll thank you. Now, if you're thanking God that your miracle is unstoppable, open up your mouth some way. Clap your hands. All right. Before you sit down, tell everybody in your neighborhood it's unstoppable. It's unstoppable. Uh, For with God, nothing. What is nothing? It's two words, no thing. Somebody say no thing. No thing shall be impossible. I stand before you today and I want to tell you something from deep down in my heart, precious. I still believe in miracles. I still believe in the supernatural power of God. Even at times when I've prayed and things didn't go just the way I wanted it to go, I remember when I was praying for my dad and I so wanted him to stay, but it was time on heaven's calendar for him to go. And I said, Lord, I was believing for a miracle and and the Lord spoke to me and he said, there is a miracle. Your dad has made it into my presence and I tell you, how many of you know there's no greater miracle than making heaven your home? Hallelujah. But I still believe in miracles and I believe they're available for you and me. Anybody still believe in miracles today? The whole of our faith is based on the miraculous. Every part of our faith is rooted in the miraculous and in a season and in a time when a lot of stuff shirt theologians won't preach and teach and believe in miracles anymore, I stand before the whole world to tell you that at Calvary, We believe in miracles. Hallelujah. And when it's a miracle, it's unstoppable. When it's a miracle, can't nothing stop it. And Christmas season is miracle season. It's a good time for a miracle. Now, let's try to understand what a miracle is as it relates to the Bible. A miracle could be defined as this, an an event contrary to the established constitution of things a deviation from the known laws of nature. An event contrary to the established constitution of things, come on, a deviation from the known laws of nature. It's something that in the natural, you just can't explain it. You can't explain how it happened. You can't explain how it occurred. And in the New Testament, the word most commonly used for miracle is the Greek word dunamis. It literally is where we get our word dynamite. You know what dynamite does? It blasts things apart. And I've come to let you know there's still miracle working power that can blast apart the attacks of the enemy. 
Now the word dunamis here occurs 116 times, I think it was, in the Bible and in the New Testament. And although all through the word of the Lord we see the miraculous, there's several different words that have been translated from the word miracle. In fact, in Matthew 6, 13, when we pray the Lord's Prayer, we're saying, for yours is the kingdom and the power. The word power there is the word dunamis and the glory. Even when you say the Lord's Prayer, the Lord said, I'm not going to let you say it without acknowledging that I am a miracle worker. Hallelujah. The Bible says, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And then in Luke 8, 846 remember the woman who had the issue of blood for 12 years and had spent all of her living upon physicians and couldn't be healed by any. The Bible said she came up behind him and touched the border of his garment. Oh, my, my. Just let me tell you what she did. She said, I can't touch him, but if I can touch what's been touching him. Oh, come on now. There are people in your life, maybe they can't get to Jesus. Maybe they can't touch him in this season, but if you can touch him and they They'll touch you. They'll get the miracle that you got and the breakthrough that you got. Anybody want to get so close to Jesus that maybe if anybody gets next to you, they find out that the Lord can do exceedingly abundantly far above anything we can ask or think. So Jesus is in this crowd, y'all. They're pressing in. And 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 all of this, the, the Bible actually says that that. Jesus was coming through the crowd and, and people were everywhere and Jesus stopped and said, who touched me? <laughs> and, and, and Peter and them, they were with him and say, hey, hey, Jesus, come on. The, the crowd, the, 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 the throng is pressing you. The crowd is pressing you. And you're saying, who touched you? Everybody touching you, Jesus. But Jesus said in John 8, 46, he said, somebody touched me for I perceive virtue is come out from me. And that word virtue is again the word dunamis. And it means miracle working power. God said, Jesus said, somebody made a demand on the supernatural. Somebody got beyond everybody else and they believed that I could do everything that I said I could do. Let me tell you, there'll be people on your road that won't get a miracle, people sitting right next to you that won't get a miracle, but you'll reach out and touch him and the miracle working power of God will manifest in your life. Huh? Oh, I speak it over you right now. I speak it over your family. I speak it over your children. Oh, come on now. Jesus said, somebody touched me. He said, somebody made a demand on my miracle working power. Is there anybody bold enough to make a demand on the miracle power of God today? Now, now Jesus was saying, somebody broke through. Because they broke through, I touched them. And then in Luke 24, 49, we see the same word. Tarry until you be endued with power. Somebody shout power. It's that same word dunamis that means miracle working power. And that talks about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Are there any spirit-filled people in the room? I'm, I'm talking about the supernatural. I'm talking about the acts people. Are there any Holy Ghost people in the house today? 
this scripture gives instructions by Christ and his followers. He said, you're going to be endued with power. You're going to be endued with dunamis. So understand this. If you have the Holy Ghost, then you have miracle power. And the key to miracle power is the Holy Spirit. You can't receive a miracle without the power of the Holy Ghost. And this is one of the main reasons that I am determined not to lead a church that is goes through the rudimentary rituals of religious activity but I want a church where the Holy Ghost can come in and do everything that he wants to because Holy Ghost power is miracle power. I have, I have people tell me, Jim Rayleigh, you can't build a significant church or have a significant ministry where there's an outpouring of power and where there's a move of the Holy Spirit. People don't want that. I say the devil is a liar. You look here today and we're wall-to-wall people. We've got eight campuses. God is blessing us. You know why? Because wherever you make room for the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost draws people to Jesus. I tell you, there is a resurgence of power coming to our nation there is a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit and coming right along with it is gonna be miracles Uh, I said coming right along with the outpouring of the Holy Ghost there's gonna be miracles I prophesy it in the name of Jesus oh the whole of my faith is anchored in a God that does miracles People say, well, I, 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 don't, I don't know, Pastor. Just remember your own story. Are there any miracles in the room today? So the text said in Luke 135, the angel is talking to Mary and said, blessed are you, Mary, among women. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power, the miracle-working power, the dunamis, of the highest will overshadow you. So the key to the birth of Jesus was dunamis. It was miracle working power that overshadowed Mary. The dunamis of God, the miracle working power of God is what caused Jesus to be conceived. And the Bible says that the angel said it's going to overshadow you. It's going to cast a shade upon you. That means you're going to be in the shadow of the Lord. You say, well, Pastor, do you want to be in a shadow? Yes, absolutely I do because I know as long as I'm in his shadow, I've got to be in his presence. It's, it means this in the Greek, and to envelope in a haze of brilliancy, to invest, here's a word I taught it years ago, with preternatural influence. You say, well, Pastor Rayleigh, that sounds like a big word, preternatural. What in the world is that? That sounds like one of those deep words. Well, it really is, but I want to tell you what it means. Preternatural means this, beyond what is natural, that which cannot be produced by physical laws and powers, and that must be produced by a direct intervention from God. I came to tell somebody in the room today, get ready for a direct intervention from God. There are some things that you can't change and transform. There are some things that you can't turn around, but I hear the Holy Ghost say, tell my people that preternatural power is coming into their lives and God is gonna supernaturally intervene. Come on, that means he's gonna get in between you and that problem and he's gonna 
to turn that thing around. I dare somebody right now who wants the Lord to intervene, just give him praise for doing it. Y'all listening, I'm going to be honest with you. I had four surgeries this week. I had it on my leg, but I'm up here today, and I'm going to preach and make the devil mad. They said, do you want to see that? I said, no, I don't. I'm standing up here, and I'm declaring that God is intervening in my life. Even while I preach, there is healing flowing through my body. Somebody needs to get it in your spirit. I speak an intervention for your children, an intervention for your church, an intervention for your family. Yeah. Tell everybody down your road. Tell everybody down your road. Say, this is an intervention. Somebody give God praise for an intervention. I feel like preaching. See, see, I'm ready for a preternatural season. I'm ready for that kind of season where I don't have an explanation for it where I just have to say the dunamis of God, the miracle power of God made it happen. I'm ready to walk into some things I've never walked in. I'm ready to go where I've never been. Are you ready? I said, come on, Calvary, we're going to 2022. I said, are you ready, precious? Are you ready? I never want my church to have a consumer mentality. I never want to lead a church that's just all about what they can get and never about the investment that they can make. Because many in the body of Christ, they have this to sit back and relax and a do-nothing attitude. And that we should do nothing in the process to prepare ourselves for the miracle that God can bring us. And if you've been living that way, I'm going to challenge you and tell you you need to transform in your thinking. Because here's the truth, y'all. God specializes in miracles, but he will not do for you what you can do for yourself. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, isn't that good preaching? I'm going to talk to you like a dad now. See, there's some things you've been asking God to do, but God won't do for you what you can do for yourself. God specializes in not what you're able to do. God specializes in what you're not able to do. And so many people are sitting around waiting for God to do miracles in their life, but they're unwilling to do the things that they need to do. They, they, they say, but well, Pastor, I want you to play cancer out of my body, but you're still smoking two packs of Marlboro a day. Pastor, I want you to pray that my marriage is restored, but you still got three side chicks. Come on, somebody. And you're still riding by your ex-girlfriend's house, and you wonder why your wife don't want nothing to do with you. It's quiet in this church. You say, Lord, I, I, Pastor, pray that God restores my health. I'm struggling with diabetes, but you still want to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken every night and biscuits, and don't look at me like that. You're still eating diet of grease, salt, fat, and sugar, fried Twinkies and Oreos and cheesecake, and then you're saying, I can't lose weight of course you can't lose weight I need a miracle in my health no you need a miracle at the table and I don't get it y'all my granny lived till she was 90 95 she lived on grease salt fat and sugar she weighed about 110 pounds. That's all she ate. Every, she fried everything. I loved it. And put gravy on it. She lived on grease, salt, fat, and sugar. Here we are eating boneless, skinless chicken breasts and dropping like flies. Can I get a witness? I don't get it. Devil. 
Some things we're trying to blame God for, God ain't got nothing to do with it. What I love about Mary, and, and I'm trying to teach you a little lesson here, precious. The angel looked at Mary and said these words, Mary, you have found favor with God. Blessed are you among women. Now, the angel said in essence there, Mary, there's something about you. You have found favor with God. You prepared yourself. When others weren't ready for it, you were ready for it. So now, Mary, you are singled out. You are different. You have done your part. And now, Mary, because you did your part, God is about to do his part. And I've come to tell you today as your leader and as somebody who loves you from the very bottom of my heart you got to do what you can do you need to pray you need to tithe you need to be kind you need to maybe cut down a little bit pray for me because I'm in the process I, I can't judge you but 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 I'm because I'm, I had chicken wings Friday night that's the devil but y'all I, I was in surgery this week and I was hungry come on somebody do your part. Quit smoking. Come on. Stay off the streets. Stay off porn sites. You say, well, Pastor, really, I can't. Well, sell your computer. Throw your phone in the river. Do whatever it takes. Do what you can do and get ready for a miracle. <laughs> Y'all still love me? I love you so much. See, see, God will give you a miracle, but listen, you don't need one till you need one. But when you need one, are you in a position to receive one? Give the Lord something to work with. And here's where I really want to arrive to today. When it's a miracle, nothing can stop it. Let, I want to quickly show you some roadblocks to your miracles. Now watch this. The Bible said that the angel appeared to Mary and said, Blessed are you among women. You are highly favored. Mary, you got it going on. And right after that, Mary's default response was this. She was troubled in her heart. She was afraid. Ain't that just like the devil? To get us so warped in our thinking that even when we're blessed, we don't realize that we are blessed. And the enemy wants you to walk in fear. And rather than jumping up and down and throwing, her a, throwing a party and giving God praise, the Bible said that she was afraid. And sometimes fear tries to get in the way of your breakthrough and of your miracle. So the angel told Mary, fear not. And here's the first thing I want to I tell you. Your miracle is unstoppable and fear can't stop it. Oh, come on now. I said fear can't stop it. Tell everybody on your road, fear can't stop it. When the angel appeared to Mary, the angel said, fear not. Uh, there seemed to be a theme in Luke 1 and Luke 2. He told Joseph, the angel said, fear not. Told Zacharias, the father of John the Baptist, fear not. In Luke 1.30, he told Mary, fear not. In Luke 2.10, he told the angels, fear not. And I tell you, I stand up here today to bind every spirit of fear off of your life and tell you that if God said it, he will do it. And if he spoke it, he will perform it. I come against the spirit of fear that wants to paralyze you in a season that God wants to usher you out of. God is still on the throne. There's still power in the blood. There's still victory in Jesus. I drive fear out out of you 
It seems to be a theme in Luke 1 and 2 because we can see that that entire society was dominated by fear. I've never seen a time when people are more afraid. Okay, I got 12 people that... I'm not, just, I'm not talking about just in the church. I'm talking about in the world in general. And the angel understood that and said, don't be afraid. See, men and women are, were afraid in that day, and I'm looking at America today, and there's so much fear in our nation. In those days, the ruthless leader, Herod the Great, was on the throne, and he had personally put to death many, even those in his own family. The Romans were the military might, conquering the world and ruling with an iron fist. Wars were breaking out on every side. The economy was fragile and volatile. Religion was hateful and exclusive. Fear dominated people's life. It was a time of uncertainty. It was a time of fear. And isn't it something how some things never change. It seems like that's the atmosphere nowadays. We've got COVID and division and school zones have turned into war zones. You have violence at the mall and even in the church, even a house of worship can become a house of war. You got worldwide problems and the enemy wants to keep the church in bondage by a spirit of fear. But I've come to let the enemy know that I serve a miracle working God. Come on now, and just like the angel told Mary, Mary, there's something about to happen and your fear can't stop it. I've come to tell you there's something about to happen in your family. There's something about to happen in your church. There's something about to happen in your life. There's something about to happen in your ministry. And the fear that you've been in can't stop it because this is a preternatural season. This is a dunamis season. This is a miracle season. Are you ready to drive out? fear and walk by faith. Tell everybody in your neighborhood, say, drive out fear. Holler at them, say, drive out fear and walk by faith. Your miracle is unstoppable. I said, your miracle is unstoppable. I said, your miracle is unstoppable. So, So when it's a miracle, fear can't stop it. You ready for this? But when it's a miracle, lack can't stop it. (laughs) Lord, have mercy. Mary looked at the angel and said, what? You're going to have a, I'm going to have a baby. How can this be? Since I don't even know a man. I ain't met one. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I don't even, I don't know a man. I, I, I hadn't even just not been with it. I don't even know a man. Some of you better hear me in this house. You may look at your situation and see nothing in place to secure your miracle. Nothing in place to secure your preternatural dunamis season. You've been thinking a man is going to have it. She said, well, if I had a man, a man could make it happen for me. And if I just had a man, then maybe I could have a miracle. But see, your miracle is not locked up in a man. Ah, oh, y'all. 
I said, your miracle is not locked up in a man. It's not even locked up in a woman. Come on, somebody. Your miracle is in the name of Jesus. Your miracle is in an outpouring of the power of God. Hallelujah. Some of y'all been thinking a man's going to bring it to me. A man's going to make it happen. But let me tell you, when a man does it, a man gets the glory. But when God does it, God gets the glory. Y'all, I, I don't know why I feel like preaching this from deep down in my heart but God's about to do something in this church God's about to do something in this city and everything we've lacked in the years gone by are going to be replaced by the supernatural hand of God and I declare it in your house when it's a miracle light can't stop it <laughs> I want you to say this. Just raise up your hands, precious, and say this. Say, my Lord is greater than my lack. Now give God praise like you believe it. She said, I, I, I lack a man. I'm telling you, the Lord said, a man's not going to do this. The angel said, God is. A man's not the source of your unstoppable miracle. God is. God's moving in spite of what you lack. God's moving in spite of what you don't have. So here's the real truth. When we, when we rehearse the story, you know, we think that, that the miracle took place when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. But the miracle didn't take place in Bethlehem. The miracle took place in Nazareth. Because babies had been born for thousands of years. They were born before then, they were born then, and they've been born since then. So the miracle was not in the birthing. The miracle was in the conception. that a virgin would believe that she should conceive and say, be it unto me according to your word. When she looked around and all she saw was lack, but the Lord visited her and in her lack, the Lord brought what she needed. The miracle is not going to be the manifestation of your miracle. The miracle right now has already happened. Now faith is the evidence of things hoped for. It's, 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 the, it's the substance of things not seen. Let me tell you what the miracle is. That you can sit here broke and believe that God's going to give you a place to live. That you can sit here and your children are are, are browned up but God's going to set them free. I dare you right now. If you got something inside of you. You know a man didn't put it there. Your ability didn't put it there, but God put it there. Give God a praise in the room. Oh. I said give God a praise in the room. Listen, man, I've been pregnant with stuff when I had no way to bring it to pass. Y'all don't know that everything I'm doing, we're doing together, it's God gets all the glory. Come on now. I'm going to be careful using that personal pronoun, I and me and my. So I'm, I'm making sure and giving God the praise. But everything that I'm seeing right now, I wrote it down when I was 25 when I was living in the hood and didn't have a pot or a window. Come on, country folk. 
when I didn't have anything at all. I sat down and wrote out this vision and it seemed impossible because Dawn and I didn't have anything to bring it to pass. We were at the poorest church. We felt like in the world we were poor and we had no resources, but I had faith in God. And I'm telling you that I would walk around with the unmitigated gall and the audacity to say that God would do this in my life. Everything about my life said it could not happen. I remember when we walked in a facility with thousands of seats I heard the Holy Ghost say to me I'm just this kid now living in the hood I don't have anything and Dawn is with me and we walk in this building and I sat on the edge of a chair and I looked at Dawn and I said I don't know what I, I, I something just happened the Lord said he's going to give me a building like this one day and I'm telling you <laughs> 30 years later look what the Lord has done I'm trying to tell you that your Lord is greater than your life and when it's a miracle, lack can't stop it. I want you to stop right now for 30 seconds. I don't want you to lift up your lack. I want you to lift up your supplier. Come on, you guys have just conceived anything. Is there anything inside of you? So fear made her mirror, couldn't stop her miracle. It was unstoppable. Lack couldn't stop her miracle. You ready for this one? Your miracle from God is unstoppable and the doubt of others can't stop it. Y'all don't make me come down there cause I feel this in my spirit. Some of y'all have been doubted. They doubt your future. People doubt your destiny. They doubt the salvation of your children. But let me tell you, your miracle is unstoppable and, and doubt cannot stop your miracle. Listen, you're not in trouble when people doubt you. You're not in trouble till you doubt yourself. But I'm telling you, when it's a miracle, the doubt of others can't stop it. Don't you know? <laughs> that people thought Mary was crazy. She walks up to her dad and said, Dad, guess what happened at prayer meeting? <laughs> I got pregnant. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Dad, guess what happened? I'm, I'm pregnant and I haven't even known a man. Don't you know there were people who said, okay, you need to take her and put her in the... She needs help. She said, I'm pregnant and I've never been with a man. I just, she said, I've never done the things in the natural that should produce what I'm about to produce. There's something going on inside of me that I don't have an explanation for. But here's where it goes to a whole nother level. Because if you get this in your spirit, you might just walk in a miracle. You might just see your breakthrough. Here's what happened. She changed on the inside before she ever changed on the outside. Something happened inside of her. Tell your neighbor, say, something's going on inside of me. Yeah, yeah, I know that I shouldn't believe for what I'm believing for. I know that 
I shouldn't be declaring what I'm declaring, but I feel something inside of me has changed. Yeah, I don't know, y'all. I'm speaking for myself, but in the last year, all oh, the hell that we went through changed Jim Rayleigh on the inside. And this revival that we're walking in, baby, it started in here before it ever got out there. Is, is there anybody you feel something on the inside? Come on. You done no, no, okay. I got about I got a few of you. I said, is there some of you you don't know why? You feel like something's about to shift, you don't know why. You feel like something's about to happen, you don't know why. You feel that you feel it inside. Everything around me, the people say it can't happen. I got doubters who are saying it can't happen. But deep down inside of me, something has shifted. And sometimes it'll manifest in here before it ever gets out there. So I dare you right now, praise God for what he put in here, because if it's in here, it's it's gonna come out here. Am I right about it? Tell your neighbor, I know what I feel. See, she knew what she felt. I, you know what you see, but I know what I feel. Okay? Now watch this. I've never been pregnant. I, I never plan on being pregnant. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But here's the deal. I, I live with a pregnant woman. That's a different woman to live with altogether. But I remember when she started telling me, I said, do you feel any difference? She said, I just feel a little fluttering. It's kind of like, you remember you said that? I feel a fluttering in there. I, it's, it's not big yet, but I feel a, a fluttering in there. And, and, and I've been a little sick in the morning and I've had unusual cravings. You know, when you get pregnant with something, you start craving different things. Yeah. You, you get pregnant with something from God, you're going to start craving his presence. Ain't that right? You'll start craving worship. You'll start craving the word. You say, I got to be at Calvary. So, so it started off with morning sickness and a little bit of fluttering. So, but here's the deal. She, there came a point where Mary felt the fluttering, but then she couldn't deny it because she knew what she felt was growing. <laughs> It, it was getting bigger. Tell, tell your neighbor, it's getting bigger. Uh, yeah, what God put in me is getting bigger. My expectation is growing. It's not shrinking. See, see, it was getting bigger every day. She, she wasn't just a little bit pregnant. How many of you know if you're pregnant, you either is or you ain't? Can I get a witness? I, are you, I'm kind of pregnant. No, you ain't kind of pregnant. I, I'm, I think I might be sort of pregnant. You ain't sort of pregnant. Either you pregnant or you ain't pregnant. There ain't no, I'm half pregnant. I'm sort of pregnant pregnant I'm 40% pregnant no if you're pregnant baby any women in the house that can testify you are 100% pregnant and and see there came a point when that thing grew so much until it started moving inside of her it started kicking she said I hadn't seen it yet but I feel it moving pastor I haven't seen this thing yet God put inside of me but I, I, I feel it kicking now it started out fluttering but now I feel it kicking I just know that it's growing and I know that there will come a time 
See, Mary didn't need a man. She just needed a little time. <laughs> Come on. Some of y'all been thinking it's a matter of a man. It's a matter of money. It's a matter of connection. It's a matter of ability. It's a matter of an open door. It's a matter of a new job. It ain't a matter of none of that. It's just a matter of time. Because in the fullness of time, that thing was birthed. And I've come to tell you, some of y'all have been frustrated because it hasn't come yet. But it would be premature if it would have come when you wanted it. But God said, now I'm getting you ready. Get in position and get ready to push. You're about to deliver this thing. Tell everybody in your neighborhood, say in 2022, say push. You've got to shout. Push. Push. See, some of y'all, the problem is, you get your foot up and your feet up in the spiritual stirrups. And then you feel a contraction and you say, oh, I'm getting out of here. I don't want this. But sometimes the pain is a clue that something's about to be birthed. Some of y'all have had a season of pain and the devil said you're not going to see your breakthrough. The doubter said you're not going to see your miracle. But I've come to tell you it's just contractions. Stay in position. You will burn what God has promised. She knew that her miracle was going to be born. Tell your neighbor my miracle's coming. Yeah, 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 my children are coming. My financial breakthrough is coming. My new anointing is coming. My new season is coming. I feel it shifting and moving inside of me. Am I right about it? I said, am I right about it? It, I may not be preaching for everybody, but I've messed around and got in your world today. I said, am I right about it? When it's a miracle, fear can't stop it. <laughs> Ain't that good news? Lack can't stop it. The doubt of others can't stop it. But when it's a miracle, your miracle is unstoppable. You ready for this? And it's coming whether others make room for it or not. Stop right there and give God a praise. I said stop right there and give God a praise. Tell your neighbor, say make room. You make room when you clap. You make room when you shout. You make room when you hallelujah. You make room by lifting up your hands. Every time you make room for Jesus, honey, he shows up. Tell your neighbors, excuse me, I gotta make some room. Yeah, I gotta make a little room. They riding on a donkey, and they needed a place to stay. And Mary said, you better get me to the Hampton Inn. No vacancy. No vacancy. 
See, they come to the end. I've been right there in Bethlehem where they believe Jesus was born, right in the caves that they believe he was born in. Oh, God, help me. And it's amazing to me because they went there to the inn and the innkeeper said there's no room. <laughs> Mary said, that don't matter. He's still coming. The innkeeper said, I don't have room. He said, that don't matter. She said, he's still coming. Let me tell you what, that miracle is coming and it'll come in an unlikely place. You know what? It was in a barn. <laughs> Come on. Ma ma majesty among manure, a king in a stable. Come on, somebody. Right. It, it may not have smelled real good, but Jesus showed right up in the middle of the mess. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I'm telling you, that thing is coming, and you better make room for your destiny, your future, your next level, and your new dimension. Somebody give God praise if you're ready to make room. Not everybody is gonna make room for your miracle, but it's still coming. Tell your neighbor, make room. The innkeeper said no room, but the miracle still came. Tell everybody in your neighborhood, make room. Tell them my miracle is coming. I dare somebody right now, if you know that nothing can stop your miracle, if God is in it, open up your mouth and give God a praise. his place 
he would have evicted anything that was in the way. And sometimes we miss it because we don't understand the identity of the one who wants to bring it. So your miracle is unstoppable today. Everybody's standing. Tell everybody in your zip code, say, my miracle's coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got people that you got people in your family that won't make room for it. You may be even married to somebody that won't make room for it. But see, when it's a miracle, it's coming. And nothing can stop it. It's unstoppable. That means fear can't stop it. Be not afraid. You have found favor with God. I speak that over you. You say, well, Pastor, I've been a mess up and I've been struggling, but here's the deal. Today, in Jesus' name, the favor of God comes on you, not because you deserve it, but because the Lord Jesus lives in you. Fear not. Fear can't stop it when it's a miracle. Mary said, I don't even know a man like couldn't stop Jesus and like won't stop Jesus in your life. See, people looked at Mary. She was probably despised from that point on because people didn't believe Jesus was who she said he was. But the doubt of others can't stop it. I build you up in faith right now that every polluted, poisonous word that has been spoken against you, your family, and your purpose, I reverse that word curse. I reverse it. I said, I reverse it. Come on, y'all. I'm in the Holy Spirit. I feel this. I said, I reverse that word curse. Even if it came out of your own mouth, I reverse it. And I release the victory of the Lord. And it's coming. Whether your family makes room for it, whether people on your job make room for it, it's coming. You say, well, Pastor Riley, what do you feel? I feel something inside about this next season. I, I really do. I feel like God's about to do some things for me that I've been believing for. How about you? Do you feel something inside, maybe something different? Just say, just just ask the Lord. Say, if I if I've been, if if I'm empty, just fill me up, fill me up. If 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 I if 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 there's something you want me to conceive this morning, even if I lack, even if I've been afraid, even if people have doubted, even if it seems impossible, just just come on, say say, just put it in me, Lord. God's putting hope in you right now. God's putting peace in you right now. She was pregnant with wonderful and counselor and the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Lily of the Valley. Just raise up your hands and say, come on in, Jesus. 
There's a worship by the unlock in here. We've done a little shouting, but I just feel a little, a little deep river that would get in here right now if you'll worship the Lord. It'll push back that pressure that you've been under. It'll push back those issues that you've been wrestling with. And you'll find out that the miracle power of God is unstoppable. Just slip up your hand as Pastor John starts to sing. Somebody open your mouth and give the Lord a little glory in here. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. We'll hand this ball off to our pastors on our campuses. Guys, come on up. You need your people. Thank you for joining us for today's message. You can continue to be a part of all that God is doing here at Calvary Christian Center. You can text to give at 386-866-3060, or you can give at calvaryfl.com give. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also for you to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. Again, thank you for joining us.